Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 378. And today, we're going to talk about this, this new Amazon's early review program and what this actually means. What? What did I just say? I just said that Amazon has its own review program now. Chris, are you there? Did you hear what I just said? I did hear what you just said. Is it true? It is. And the thing that makes it even funnier or more funny for those of you who are grammar (laughs) fans out there is that it looks like they're doing a little bit of an incentive Uh for some some people to leave some reviews. So Uh it's going to be interesting. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting conversation. We've already kind of had it a little bit on our TIS Power Hour. We we uh, we seen it was rolling out. Our good friend Danny Brewer had posted something in the PLC classroom and uh, brought some attention to it. And uh, yeah, I thought that we should probably talk about it because some people are like, I knew it all along. Amazon was going to create their own review program. I can't believe it. Like, I can't believe that they just did that. They told us we can't do it, but now they're going to do it. So Chris, I want to definitely dig into this. I want to talk about what this actually means from what we understand right now currently and uh, and who can use this because not everyone can use it. They're not just going to let anyone do it or be able to use it. So I want to talk about that. I also want to talk about like what it means if you maybe don't meet the criteria here. Like, are you still going to be able to get reviews? I also want to talk a little bit about, you know, some of the buzz out there of people saying like, well, they're able to follow up with their customer or your customer or theirs, I guess, as they, they kind of classify it as. But then also maybe what's going on here maybe with like following up with your customer in general. Are we are we going to be able to do that anymore or is that going to go away? So let's kind of talk about some predictions a little bit. We'll talk about the Amazon early review program that's rolling out and I'm not sure if everyone is seeing it yet. I want to talk about that. Before I do though, let me remind you guys if you guys want to download the show notes, the transcripts, all of that stuff, all the links that we talk about, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash 378, and you can grab all the goodies over there. And uh, yeah, so Chris, where do you want to start here on this uh, on this big announcement? This It wasn't even really an announcement, was it? I think we just kind of seen it under our tab in the advertisements or the advertising. It kind of just showed up in our accounts, and Amazon used to do a really good job of you know, if you log into Settler Central, they have that little like news and headline yes. section. Yeah, right. And I think this is something they're just kind of quietly rolling out, or it may be something that they didn't announce there because it is only available to brand registered sellers ah. at this point. So I don't know if they if they're just not going to put it there because they don't want everybody to see it or what. Um, but let's let's kind of give everybody a real quick rundown on exactly how the program works and what the program is. That's probably the best place to start. Well. Actually, the one place I'd like to start, though, Go is and, you know, definitely you can start there, too. Please start where you want to start. I don't want to not start where you want to start, but it's getting confusing. <laughs> but I'm going to not start. But I'm not going to start there because if anyone wants to know, though, it, where you would find this, you would click on advertising and then you'll see in there it'll say early reviewer program. And then usually right below that will be lightning deals, promotions. And if you are Enhanced brand content will be there uh, up above that as well. So you'll have campaign manager, enhanced brand content, early reviewer program, lightning deals, promotions. That's what's there currently the time that we're recording this underneath the advertising tab. So go for it, Chris. If you are eligible. If, right? Uh, so okay, if, right. So if, if you're not eligible, you won't even see that there. Or I think enhanced brand content is there, but then you have to apply. Is that correct? 
Uh, honestly, I do not know. Okay. It, it is only available to brand registered sellers. So all of the accounts that I work in are actually brand registered at this point. Okay. Um, so all right. <laughs> I honestly don't know if it will be there, but Big even, help even you if are. that drop down is there for you, if you're not brand registered, you can't use either of those features right now. So, and if you can, and you're not, let us know. Okay. But the, the way that it's set up inside of Amazon is they let us know that you, it's only available for brand registered sellers. And so, you know, like the number one thing on their FAQ for the early reviewer program is if I'm U.S. based but not brand registered, can I participate? And it basically just says no. Right. So you have to be brand registered, which, you know, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that because that's the other kind of big change that has come down in the last few weeks is that Amazon has rolled out their new brand registry. So I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point here as well. But the real kind of breakdown of this early reviewer program is Amazon understands that it's hard to get those reviews in the beginning. Amazon also understands how important those reviews are and they get that they made it more difficult for us. They also understand, Scott, and you and I have talked about this kind of at length, that those reviews are important for conversion rate. And that's something that Amazon really does care about. They want people to have a good understanding of the product before they buy it. It helps more people make an informed decision, which means more people are A, going to buy good products, and B, fewer people are going to buy bad products, which mean, means Amazon pays less on returns and those kinds of things. So Amazon does really still want those reviews. They just had some issues with the way that we were going about getting them and, you know, legal compliance and all of these kinds of things. So what they did last year in, uh, what was that? October, October, August, October was, yeah, yeah. Uh, is they got rid of the incentivized reviews, which you guys have heard us talk about at length, which means you can't give a product away in exchange for a review, or you can't pay someone in exchange for a review as a seller. What they've done with the early reviewer program is they're basically saying anybody that enrolls a SKU in this program can do it. As long as you're brand registered, it costs 60 bucks one time. So basically you download a spreadsheet, literally Amazon <laughs> and Scott and I got a kick out of this because it's a one column spreadsheet. We went, Oh man, you're going to have to upload all of these fields. It's going to be like the flat file or the inventory file nightmare. And, and I downloaded it and I was sharing my screen with Scott and we both got a kick out of it because literally all they require is that you put in the SKU of the product. So you just copy and paste the SKU in, save it and re-upload it. And basically what Amazon will do is for any SKUs that you upload that have fewer than five reviews, They'll charge you the 60 bucks and then what they'll do is they will actually go out and follow up with people who buy the product more aggressively than they would otherwise. And for anyone who chooses to leave a review from the Amazon follow up up to that fifth review, does that make sense, Scott? Yeah, so, yeah. Reviews zero through five, Amazon will offer them somewhere between a one and three dollar Amazon credit in exchange for that review. So you are not giving anything in exchange for the review. You're paying Amazon, and then Amazon is saying, if you leave what we deem to be a legitimate review, we'll pay you $1 to $3. Now, the thing that kind of makes this interesting is we were giving discounts and we were giving free products in exchange for a review. In this case, it appears that they're going to be paying full price for the product, and then Amazon is simply just going to follow up and incentivize them for taking action and leaving that review. One of the requirements of this program is that the product is priced over $15. If you reduce the price under $15 at any point, they're going to stop asking for reviews on that product. So you do have to be selling it at what we would consider to be, you know, full price. Even if you launch it at, you know, 15 bucks and then raise the price, you can do that. But you can't drop it below that $15 while you're in the early reviewer program. Um, the other thing to keep in mind is you're not dealing with these customers. You're not selecting these customers in any way. 
Amazon is handling that for you. The other thing that's kind of cool about this program is they're going to give a badge for any of these reviews that come in reviews zero through five or one through five, I guess. Um, and it's going to have that little early reviewer flag. And, you know, Scott, you and I have talked in the past about you know, everybody gets all concerned about whether reviews are verified or unverified. And I generally say that it doesn't matter. And I think you kind of feel the same way. Most buyers don't know the difference, but I do think that the badges for this are going to kind of draw customers eyes in the same way that the badge for the top 500 reviewer or the top 100 reviewer or the vine voice badges kind of draw the eye. And I think Amazon is going to give these types of reviews a little more weight in terms of where they show up in the rank order of reviews. Like, you know how they have the most helpful review, mm -hmm. most helpful, positive, yep. most helpful, negative, those kinds of things. I think the badges on these are going to have you know, the same effect that the Vine voice badge or the um, top 100, 500, 1000 reviewer type badges have in that. And I also think uh, that similar to the like verified, unverified, and forgive me if I get too much in the weeds on this, the like one difference between the verified and unverified reviews is their their weight in the star rank. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah. where like, they show Amazon, up. Yeah. Amazon has that one through five you know, star ranking system. And if you get a one star verified review and a five star unverified review, it doesn't go to two and a half. It actually goes to like two mm. because Amazon weights verified reviews more heavily. I believe they do the same thing with the bannered reviews like Vine Voice and the early reviewer and that kind of stuff. So this could potentially be really, really good for you long term. Yeah, it's more um, like they would stick to the top uh, easier because right. uh, they're weighted differently. Now, the one thing I I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, but some people would think, well, okay, this is cool. Then if I get the, you know, you know, they're approved by Amazon reviewer kind of badge, right? Like they're they're vetted by them and all that stuff. Then that will help me rank better. And I I don't think this has anything to do with rank, other than you could potentially get more sales because it's going to convert higher, which then in turn would help you rank. Am I wrong in thinking that, Chris? No, I, th I think you're spot on on that. You know, if reviews play any role, it's very, very, very small. The thing that plays a role the most in ranking, and we know this because time and time again, we can demonstrate it, mm -hmm. is sales. Yep. Right. So getting these getting these initial reviews is extremely important. And that's why we talk about launching properly. And I think this does have the potential to be a really nice tool to help us launch properly because now we can focus a little more on driving those sales. Yeah, it's 60 bucks to get those first five reviews. And Amazon seems like they're going to follow up pretty aggressively because obviously they want people to pay that $60, which means they're going to get those five reviews, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we can focus a little more on the sales perspective of that. And I think this is going to come in more and more handy. And you brought it up at the beginning as the email follow ups become less and less deliverable. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if Amazon is the one that's going out and doing this outreach and they're going to do it on our behalf, it takes one more thing off of our plate, at least in the beginning. Right. And you and I talk a lot about focusing on one thing at a time. And I think in the beginning, people need to focus the most on sales and kind of the reviews will come, right? If you build it, they will come. And so if we can focus even more on that by utilizing this program, I do actually think it's a, a good thing long term. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, my only thing is we, uh, you know, we have built, you know, an email list in this new brand. And this is a great 
kind of almost like a, a way to test out this new review program. But we actually have three products right now in that new brand that have over, you know, over five reviews. So we can't even submit our products to get these five reviews. So we're kind of like, we're just, we're too, uh, you know, we're too seasoned already. We're already, you know, we're already out there. We've already, uh, you know, proven that we're not new anymore because we've, we've gotten over five reviews. And we did it without really asking for reviews either other than just our normal follow-up after we've done some, you know, initial launches through our email list. But we do have a new product that's going to be landing here actually as we, as we record this, as we speak, literally. Um, and we did enroll that one. So I think what'll be interesting, Chris, is we are going to do we're we're not we're still going to do our traditional launch to that email list and let them know we have a new product in and if you want to receive a discount, uh, you know we're going to have it up for three days, whatever our typical you know like we've done before, and then from there you know we're going to let them see our you know or follow up with them with our follow up sequence that we have already in place, and then. But we're still enrolled in this in this program. Now we are going to discount probably at fifty percent. But what you're saying is is that should not affect um, anything within Amazon. It's just any of the sales that we drive that are through our email list that are discounted at fifty percent will not be eligible to leave a review. Is that true? So wait, what was the second half of that question? <laughs> well, it sounded it sounded very different than the question I thought you were going to ask. Ha, 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 to I tricked you. Head, I tricked so. you. Well, okay. So Amazon is looking for full price sales. Those are the ones that they'll go after for a review, technically. Now, if we create our own coupon, right, fifty percent off, and we send our email list to that, we give a discount for fifty percent off. Amazon then will not follow up with those people. In regards to soliciting uh, a review, am I am I understanding that correctly? Or maybe this will be a test. I don't know. And or, that, that's probably going to be. And that is the question I thought you were asking. I just wanted to make sure. So the way that it's phrased, and Amazon likes to uh, they phrase <laughs> everything very intentionally. So I I don't know, and that's the that's the answer. So we will have to test it. But the way that it's phrased is if the offer price. Yep falls below $15. So as long as the offer price is over $15, which is our standard price that you guys sure. set, sure. it it should still be eligible even at the 50% off. Okay. Well, again, that that's going to be a good test because we can kind of see that. Um, and then we can see if we get some of those, you know, those Amazon badge, you know, reviewers, you know, right? We can, we can actually see that from an early reviewer program standpoint and see. Um, I think that'll be interesting because here's the deal. What if I pay that 60 bucks, right? And you happen to get five reviews. And I, yeah. And I happen to drive my own reviews because that's what I'm doing on a regular basis. Like then I wouldn't probably want to do the early review program be, or, or I'd have to hold off on launching my product until, and then I'd have to push pay-per-click uh, a little bit more aggressively than just launching. I want to launch. Like I want to get sales velocity as soon as possible so I can start ranking. Um, so, and, and I think it also, it's going to depend too, what, uh, you know, what, I guess the competition level is going to also play into this because, you know, if you're launching products that need very little reviews to get sales and you're not really competing on reviews in a sense, then I'm not necessarily sure that it matters. Um, but if you're going to be doing it anyway and not, you know, really going after reviews and you want to just get a handful of reviews from Amazon themselves, then I would say enroll in it. But again, if you guys are not brand registered, you're not even going to have this feature as of right now. So, you know, if you're not brand registered, you know, I'm sorry, you're going to have to, you know, 
you're going to have to go out there and, and do it the way that, you know, we're doing it anyway, which is building an email list and then launching to that list and then, you know, asking those people um, in their follow-up sequences as far as like to give us some feedback on their recent purchase uh, or whatever. So um, I, I know there's some people that have, and even people listening are going to be like, you know, I knew it all along, like Amazon took that review, you know, the review groups away from us and now they're doing their own review group. How dare they? What do you, what do you think of that, Chris? And what do you, how do you respond to that? Good. <laughs> uh, you, you sound know, like you took a, you, you kind of had to think about that. You weren't sure what to say. Now that you've collected your thoughts. Politically correctly. No, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, one, it's Amazon's playground. So you have to play by Amazon's rules, right? That's just how it is. Now, the opposite side of that and the side of that that I think you fall on as well is, look, the reason that Amazon did what they did is twofold. One, they were running into an FTC compliance issue in the United States. The Federal Trade Commission issued some guidance, and I believe it was like five years ago at this point that it came out, um, that affected a lot of people around the Internet. And Amazon was kind of the behemoth in the room. They were kind of the last place to fall. And that's where that like disclaimer, if you guys have been around long enough to remember the disclaimers that reviewers had to write, you know, I received this product in exchange for my honest review, that kind of a disclaimer that was being used all over the Internet for several years because of this FTC guideline. And Amazon was kind of the last place to implement that. What happened as a result of Amazon implementing that was that consumers stopped trusting the reviews. They were getting emails and phone calls and blog posts and people like Wall Street Journal were writing negative articles about Amazon, right? So Amazon has to do something to combat that. So they immediately shut it down because it's hurting their sales. It's going to hurt them long term. That makes perfect sense to me. And we kind of knew that was coming, mm -hmm. right? Kind of like we have a little bit of an idea of what Amazon's going to do in the future with some of the feedback follow-up type emails because they were getting complaints about it from customers. And so as a result of that, they shut it down. Now, we all kind of ran, you know, ran for the hills with our, our heads on fire for a day or two after that happened until we realized that we could just launch products the old way, which is the new way, which is how we used to do it, right? right which right. is going out and building those lists and doing those kinds of things, which is actually better for our businesses long term. And now Amazon has turned around and said, look, we know it's harder to get that initial set of reviews. And we also understand this is just my interpretation, but it makes sense. You know, we also understand how important those reviews are to selling the product and the conversion rate and all of the things that I, that I said earlier, right? Selling more of good products and fewer of bad products. That's what Amazon wants to do. They want happy customers and they also need products in their catalog. And so they're launching this as a result of that. We haven't tested this yet. I mean, we're literally about to. The product is arriving at the warehouse right now. It is enrolled in this program, and we'll be sure to let you guys know what happens as a result of that. But for people who don't have a list, I think this is huge up front because Amazon is basically saying they're going to go do the work for you. Uh, you know, they're going to reach out to some people a little more aggressively than than we tend to and try to secure you that initial base of reviews. I also think that it's it's kind of cool because since it's a quote unquote Amazon approved review, if that makes sense, Scott, that they're going to stick around longer. And we've always kind of had the mindset that that initial set of reviews, like when we were doing giveaways, we always said the initial set of reviews is there as the initial set of reviews. It's 
going to go away at some point, right? Like, yep. just bank on it going away, and then we'll get those longer-term stick-around type reviews from the follow-up sequence. This kind of flips that on its head and lets you say, okay, I'm going to start with a base of five Amazon-verified quote-unquote reviews and go from there. Did that answer your question, or was that just a long rant? No, no, it it, it totally did, and I just, again, it's kind of going, you know, it, it's to me, it's going back to the Google days, right? It's like, if you're going to play on Google's, you know, or in Google's playground, you're, you're going to have to play by the rules. It's like anything. And I still see it as a huge, like, advantage and opportunity for us to use the platform. But does that mean that you you should be banking and building your, your business on this, this platform alone? No. We've said that over and over and over again, and we're going to continue to because that's just the way it is. But, you know, it just means that you're not going to go out there and manipulate the system like they're doing it because marketers and people in this space have have done that right they've they found little loopholes they found ways to kind of game the system and now amazon you know their customers are we're, we're seeing this as a negative thing and that looks bad to amazon so now amazon has to fix that right so for them to come back and go okay we do know how important the reviews are so we're going to allow you to do this up to 5 we think that's a good number who knows maybe they'll increase that to 10 who knows don't know right but we kind of all kind of seen this coming we actually seen it with the lightning deals then that was the big thing oh amazon's doing their own deals now now you can do it through the lightning deals so they took away the review thing they they then talked about you know doing this lightning deal thing then it was you know rolled out for free at first now they charge for it um you know, I don't know if they're going to charge for this service. They might do that in the future too. Who knows, Chris? Uh, you know, no one really knows. But my point is this. It's always going to be changing, right? But the bottom line is there's traffic there of people that have credit cards on file, of people that are searching for products, period. <laughs> End of story. Right. Do you want to play or do you not want to? Like, so I, you know, I, I hear people say, well, Amazon, they just, they do whatever they want and they control everything. So I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to, I'd rather go do something else. What else? What are you, what are you going to do? If you, are you going to open up a brick and mortar store and then three blocks down, someone opens up, you know, uh, a barbershop that's exactly like yours. Then what are you going to do? Are you going to go to another town and you know, then you got someone else that can do it, right? Like there's, there's so many things that can happen through this thing. If you build a business, or if you go and select the right products uh, with the criteria that we talked about, low competition, low number of reviews, so you're not competing for reviews, your chances are going to increase to be successful in that business model or just build out a full brand. And then right. you don't have to worry about like any changes or anything like this. Uh, you know, I mean, there's, there's things that are going to happen, uh, you know, within the business and then we're going to have to adjust whether you're on Amazon or not. So if you're, if you're not up for that, you probably do not want to do your, you know, or create your own business in general, period. Just Scott, have you, have you seen the movie Bridge of Spies? I have not. Hanks? I have not. So I watched that this weekend. I wanted to see it for a while and it was, it was a pretty good movie, but the, the kind of the premise is Tom Hanks plays this lawyer, right? And he gets kind of drafted by the state bar of New York to defend an accused Russian spy. Okay. Right. And everything's going poorly. And every time something bad happens, he looks at this guy that's this accused Russian spy and says, why aren't you freaking out? Right. Like you could go to the electric chair. Uh, you know, would it help is mm. his response every time. There's no point in getting flustered about it. It doesn't help. Right. And, right. and that's kind of the mindset I think that we need to have in in any business. 
but especially in Amazon, because things change all the time, mm. right? Google yeah. changes all the time. Amazon changes all the time. And so my kind of gut reaction anytime something like this happens is, you know, everybody's freaking, does it help to freak out? And the answer is no. So in this case, you know, it whether it's getting rid of the review groups or maybe moving down the road here a few months to say, okay, well, what happens if they get rid of seller feedback emails, right? Mm. Does freaking out about it help? The answer is no. Spend that time and effort figuring out a solution rather than focusing on the problem. And Amazon in this case has given us a decent solution to a problem that they helped create, but we also helped create, right? By right, kind of right. abusing the system that existed. Yeah. The early reviewer program I think is actually a good solution for a lot of people. And yeah, it's 60 bucks and you end up paying, what is that, $15, 12 bucks a review? I don't know, I can't Something do Something like that, yeah. yeah. 12, 12 bucks a review. Um, you know, is that worth it? To me, it probably is, Yeah. right? just to, to see at least at the very least to test it yeah. and see what happens as a result of that and to see what happens, you know, three months from now, are those still the reviews that are at the top of the page and are those good reviews and are they solid reviews? And if, if the answer to that is yes, if those are still kind of those highly weighted reviews in the eyes of Amazon, in the eyes of the consumers, then to me, it's totally worth 12 bucks, right? To offset the one review I'm going to get, that's two stars that says I haven't used the product yet. <laughs> Right? right. To kind of push that one down the page. Is that worth 60 bucks to me? Absolutely. Cause it's two sales, right? right? If I can increase two sales over what I was going to get at any point in the, you know, the length of time that I'm selling this product, assuming I'm selling it for 30 bucks, right? You guys can do that math for yourself. If it's $20, it's three sales. If this program helps me get three sales over the time that I'm selling the product, it's worth it to me. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's, that's kind of what's going to kind of fall out of that. So yeah. So again, and you know, uh, you know, people that are not brand registered, you know, like number one, like this is not going to affect you one way or the other because you can't even use, uh, you know, this new feature. Um, and some that are brand registered might not even be seeing it yet, depending on your account. And I've had that happen in the past where everyone else is saying they're seeing it and I'm not seeing it. And then all of a sudden one day I see it. Um, so it, it will depend. Um, maybe before we, maybe before we jump um, off here today, why don't we talk a little bit about brand registry, what we know as of right now, um, for, uh, you know, getting yourself brand registered because as of right now, it seems like it's all about a trademark, um, in order to make that happen. And again, going back six months ago, that was not the case. Um, so again, something else that Amazon changed. Maybe we can just touch on that really quickly, Chris, and then we can wrap this up. Yeah, let's do that. Before we do that, one other thing I wanted to touch on on the early reviewer program, Scott, is parent-child listings. Uh, and this is something that Amazon actually finally seems to be like acknowledging that it's a thing. Yeah. Uh, if you have a listing that has variations, you guys know one of the things that Scott and I love about variation listings is all of those reviews are bundled together. Amazon only wants the parent skew. So if you have that parent child type of a listing and you do want to take advantage of that early reviewer program, it's across all of the variations that you have that five review limit. So you just attach the parent SKU. Amazon will go out to anybody who has bought any of those variations and will reach out to them for enrollment in this program. But once you reach five reviews on any of those, they'll stop the program. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. All right, so let's let's dive a little bit into brand registry. And you guys may or may not know that brand registry was closed for quite a while, uh, about two months. Mm -hmm. Does that sound about right to you, yeah, Scott? Yeah, yep. 
And, you know, again, everybody was kind of freaking out about it because it's a change. And anytime anything changes, that's kind of our gut go to reaction because we just don't know. But they have reopened the program. And if you guys are interested, you can join right now. And I believe it's just brandregistry.amazon.com. Now, the kind of big change they made up front is that they do now require a trademark. Scott, do you have any resources for where people can go to get a trademark um, um, or actu- to process some of that paperwork? Yeah, actually, um, the one that uh, we've been playing around with is, um, do you remember the name of that one, Chris? We were talking about that one there. Um, trademark? I do not, but we can we can yeah. make sure to link it up in the show notes. Yeah, let, let, let's do that before I give out a link that I that it might not work. Um, let's go ahead and just go, go to the show notes page. I'll have a resource there for you for trademarks. We're actually... I'm playing around with one right now, um, so I'll I'll drop that link in the show notes. But um, but yeah, I mean, you can always just go to you know trademark attorney. You can do it that way. It's kind of expensive when you do that. I think the last time I ran a trademark or did a trademark was upwards of eight hundred to a thousand dollars. This new one that we're looking at though, which hopefully fingers crossed, it, it the process is is good. Um, I think is under three hundred dollars. So. Um, Anyway, let's uh, let's let's link that up in the show notes. Uh, we'll do that for sure. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it is. Uh, it starts at ninety nine dollars. Okay. Plus the plus the filing fees, which okay. is, is not bad. So no. okay. basically, all told, is a few hundred bucks. If you guys want to build, you know, a quote unquote real brand, and you know, kind of secure that that stuff long term, that's when I would go this route. Mm-hmm. If you just want to launch and test some products. Do not file for a trademark, right? Like, don't don't spend that money on it until you're sure that it's something that you want for the long term. One, because it's like a six month process, and two, because it yep. is a couple hundred bucks. Yep. But if you are gonna sell that brand long term, Scott's Awesome Kitchen Supplies, whatever that is, whatever it is, then yep. make sure that you do that. Uh, the other thing, Scott, before we dive into this, is you don't need brand registry up front, right? You can brand register kind of at any point. So what I would do if I were you is start selling and then go through the brand registry process specifically, especially because you have to wait like three to six months to get that trademark. So you might as well be selling in that three to six months rather than just kind of sitting on it. But exactly. In in addition to that trademark requirement, Amazon has rolled out a few different things. Uh, One right in the brand registry form, they have a little checkbox that says, would you like to enroll 10 or more brands in brand registry? Uh, and they've actually set up kind of a brand registry support team that if you want to do that, they're going to help walk you through that process so you don't have to do it manually. Obviously, none of us, well, maybe some of us are going to do that. But the hidden thing behind that is they brought in a whole bunch of people, I believe it was a couple hundred people to help with the the new brand registry and do a couple things. One is to help those people with 10 or more brands register. And two, it's to help with enforcement and compliance, right? So if you do put in a brand registry, like infringement claim or any of those kinds of things, right? they're going to actually help you as a person. They've also launched some new things, um, that will help you with searching for people on Amazon who are infringing on your trademarks, like logos and images and those kinds of things. The other thing that seems to be a part of this program, uh, and I haven't seen it on my side yet, but it was in their kind of bullet points when they first rolled this out, is the ability to either whitelist or disallow, I'll just call it whitelisting and blacklisting, right? Mm -hmm. Individual sellers who want to list your product. So one of the things that you know, again, the result of this change came from something, uh, who was the Birkenstock? Yep. Right. Yep. Amazon had a massive issue with Birkenstock 
because Birkenstock said we don't want to sell on Amazon anymore. There's too many people listing counterfeit, too many people just listing on our listings. So Amazon kind of came out and said, here's a way of dealing with this. You now can be brand gated, right? And so they're rolling out or appear to be rolling out brand gating to anyone who is involved in the new brand registry, which means if you are brand registered, hijacking should be a thing of the past. Hmm. Sounds great. Theory. I was yeah. going to say, sounds great. But uh, whether that's the case or not, don't know yet. But again, I mean, Amazon is doing this to really protect their platform. It's their platform. They're allowing us uh, and I know sometimes it doesn't seem so, but they're allowing us to use the channel, uh, you know, and again, again, what better way to get yourself or your business or your products and services in front of buyers? Like this is a search engine for buyers. Uh, people go there to buy stuff. Uh, so it's, it's pretty important that you understand that and understand that they're going to try to make that the best platform for their customers. Okay. And then you are a seller. Obviously you have to, you know, you have to stick to these rules and, and abide by all these things and, and having, you know, hijackers, that's, again, that's a, that's a problem that they have recognized. Don't think they haven't, they are recognizing it. doesn't seem so sometimes, but now part of that will be this brand, you know, this brand gating in a sense or brand registering. So you, then you can, you know, gate your brand and then only allow people that you are accepting to do that. Cause then you'll get a request that says, Hey, so-and-so wants to sell your product. Do you want to allow them to? And then you would say yes or no. Um, that's in a perfect world, right? That would be amazing. Um, so I believe that's coming. Um, I believe the first step here is to get brand registered. And I think part of that is the trademark. Um, and then from the trademark, I think once that happens, then you are brand registered. Now, anyone that has already been brand registered as of, as of, I can see right now, as of right now, you're, you're, you're good. Like you are brand registered. Um, and, and you should be fine. Um, they're not requiring you to go back and then show us a trademark. It's kind of like you're grandfathered in. Uh, so if you are not brand registered yet and you don't have a trademark, the first step is trademark. And then the second part of that is if you do have a trademark, then the next step is to apply. And that's really it. And then kind of go through that whole process, which isn't a huge process to do it. I mean, when we did it without having the trademark thing, it was pretty simple, you know, pretty simple yeah, process. I mean, literally, it's a three-step form within Amazon. Yeah. The first the first kind of step, at least even in, even in the new one, the first step is to uh, let them know that you do have a trademark. They ask you for the registration or serial number and then the country of that. And then they just have you answer a few simple questions. You know, do your products and packaging have a brand name and logo on them? Yes or no. Right. What's the brand name that you want to register? Um, and then they ask you how you're identifying, you know, your brand on those products. And then what some of the characteristics of the brand are so that if you ever have a counterfeit claim, they can evaluate it against that. Right. right. It's very simple. It takes like 10 minutes to fill out the entire thing. And if, you know, if you have a trademark, I would definitely go do it now. It doesn't cost anything, at least as of the last time that I looked. Um, so it's it's worth doing just to see some of the features that kind of come as a result of that. Yeah. And well, I'll probably as we learn more, as we kind of go through this process ourselves or have other people that kind of, you know, take that information or, or go through the process and bring it back to us, we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll we'll probably do an update and we'll do a whole episode on the brand registry process and trademark and and all that fun stuff. So Definitely be doing that in the future. This particular episode, I really wanted to just talk about the Amazon's new 
early reviewer program um, and kind of what does it mean for us? And just to kind of recap really quickly, what it means is, is if we are brand registered, we have an advantage to be able to get five reviews that are incentivized by Amazon. So Amazon can go ahead and they can solicit them however they want. Um, we just have to make sure our product is uh, retailing for $15 or more. Um, and then from there, you know, they're going to go ahead and take care of that for us. Um, so really, that's as simple as it is. What it means is we can have a little bit of an advantage, again, having being brand registered, we have an advantage anyway, but then we also have an advantage of getting these, you know, these weighted, they're, they're just more seasoned or uh, I guess, I don't know, uh, more authoritative reviews. So this way here, maybe they can convert better for us and maybe they're going to rank better inside of the reviews, not your listing, but your reviews um, as what's being seen. So Chris, is there anything you want to wrap up with before we do finish this episode and kind of let everyone get on with their day? No, I think you kind of summed that up pretty, pretty well. I think the early reviewer program is worth a test if you have access to it. Yeah. And I'm curious, and I would say, let us know, you know, let us know in the Facebook group at theamazingseller.com slash FB, what your experiences of that program are and how it turned out for you. Scott, I know you and I have a product that should be going live any day now that's enrolled in that program. So obviously we'll be letting you guys know how that works out for us. And then if you guys have any questions on brand registry or anything like that, tag us in the Facebook group with those as well. Awesome. All right, guys, that is going to wrap up this episode. The show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 378. Show notes, transcripts, and the links that we mentioned will be there as well. All right, guys, that's it. That's going to officially wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I am rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me. Say it loud. Say it proud. Chris is going to say it with us today. On the count of three, are you ready, Chris? I am. All right. Are you sure? I am. All right. One, two, three. Take, Take action. action. Have an awesome, amazing day, guys, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.